Welcome to the podcast, How to Market You and Your Business by Paul G. Walmsley. This podcast helps entrepreneurs and network marketing professionals create and market their brand so they attract customers and top quality people to their business. Each episode is jam-packed with real-life, battle-tested, cutting-edge marketing tips and strategies. So let's dive right in. Here's Paul. Hello, this is Paul Walmsley and welcome to the podcast, How to Market You and Your Business. As always, I'm sat in my apartment in Beverly Hills, California, and today we have the pleasure of our guest, Chris Turnate, and she's in Laguna Hills, Orange County, California, correct? That is correct, Paul. All right, so relatively close, just down the 405 or the 5, I guess? That is true. All right, cool. So Chris and I have met... And I refer to this meetup many times. It's the meetup that Mike Wolf puts on. It's called Making a Difference. It meets the third Tuesday of every month in the Hyatt Regency, I think it's called, in Beverly Hills. It's a great bunch of people. Each month there's some regulars show up and each month there's some newbies show up as well. And that's how Chris and I met. And, you know, just like good networking, you keep in touch, you swap ideas, you see if you can help each other. And that's what we've done. And it's a real pleasure having Chris on the show today. Chris is going to bring some really good stuff to us. Her name or her brand is Web Geek. So Web Geek Studios. So She'll indicate what that means in a second, but just going to turn it over to you, Chris. If you want to introduce yourself, say hello to everybody and let people know what you do. Hi, everybody. My name is Chris, and I help entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, and pretty much service providers double their current revenue through digital marketing, even if they don't know anything about computers (laughs) or anything about tech. All right, cool. So Chris has gone right in there to the marketing formula, which is great. So just say that again nice and slowly. Okay, so my name is Chris Ternate, and I help entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, service providers double their current revenue through digital marketing, even if they don't know anything about computers or anything about tech. All right, perfect. So we use this formula. I picked it up from Mike Koenigs, and the formula is I help X, and X is the person you help or the people you help, do Y, which is what you help them achieve, And then even if Z, which is usually the the biggest objection or obstacle they have. So Chris has gone right in there with helping service providers, authors, speakers, double their revenue. So that's a good one. That's going to get attention, even if they don't even know how to switch a computer on, basically. Um, Pretty much. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. So, So in a networking event where Chris and I met, people are all belly to belly. Hey, what do you do? Here's my business card. When I ask Chris, hey, what do you do? If she sticks to that formula, I'm then going to say, wow, how do you double revenue? Or how do you help people who can't even switch a computer on? So because she's put it across so well in an interest-peaking way and then allows me to say, what does that mean? Tell me more. That's why this works. If I said to Chris at this event, hey, what do you do? And she spent 10 minutes explaining to me sales funnels. I'd be like, uh, you lost me at sales funnel. I have no idea what you're talking about. So it's really important, and I beat the drum every single episode of this podcast to say, use that formula. I help X do Y, even if Z. Shut the hell up once you've said it, and invite the other person then to say, wow, that's interesting. What does that mean? Or can you share a bit more with me? Tell me what you know. Tell me more. So great job, Chris. Thank you. I believe, Paul, it comes with practice because when I started my business, I was talking tech and nobody could understand me. <laughs> right, right. So you were, you were selling the sausage, not the sizzle. Exactly. All right. So I love your formula. So I use that. Thank you. I use that example of the sausage and the sizzle. So let's just use that. So if I explained, I don't know whether you're a meat eater, Chris, but if I explained to you what was in a sausage and how it was made, never in a million years would you eat one. Okay. Yes. But if you are a meat eater and I showed you a little video of a sausage sizzling and a frying pan, and even better, somehow if I could get you to smell it and hear it, you'd start drooling if you were a meat eater and you want to bite into it. And, and That is true. Uh, I agree with you, Paul. Uh, exactly. So, yes, whatever industry you're in, whatever service you're in, whatever your specialism is, don't sell the ingredients of the sausage, sell the sizzle. And in this case, Chris is selling 
double your revenue. That gets my attention and I want to know more. So good stuff. Okay, so let's dive in. Let's keep going. So can you tell our listeners a little bit more about what that means? I've asked you for the formula. You've piqued my interest. And now I said, well, what does that mean? How do you double people's revenue? There's actually a million, million ways to double uh, people's revenue. I mean, companies, especially entrepreneurs. The only thing is they are just focused on one source of marketing arm, whether it's, you know, referrals or networking events, but they haven't really seen the bigger picture of things. You know what I mean? Okay, just so, expand on that a little bit. A lot of times during networking events, I meet people and I ask them, hey, what is your biggest challenge in business? Oftentimes, nine out of 10 would say, I need more leads. So doubling your income requires a few things, right? You need to double your leads. Therefore, you may double your income or you may double your conversion. Then you double your income or you may double your referral source of people or leads, then you double your income. You know what I mean? Okay, yes, yes. Raise your prices, you could double your income. So there's a lot of things that you could do to double your income. But oftentimes when I meet people during networking events, they're only focused on leads most of the time. And they come from a desperate state wherein we go to networking events to find leads, not really to give value. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes. So I go to a lot of events like you do and you're right. People go and you can see them kind of hunting down. You know, I'm a, I'm a financial advisor or a realtor or a chiropractor, not beating any of those industries up or professions up in any way. And you're right. They're, you know, hoping to get business cards. And then often even when they do, and I've been guilty of this in my past, even when you get business cards and you start a whole day the following day, you don't follow up well enough anyway. You tend to just, you know, kind of put that off and then three days go by and you're busy and you forgot you even went to that event. Would you agree? I agree. I agree. All right. So let's just talk about the leads part. In my regular day job, I work on a sales floor and we take inbound calls from TV commercials and from the internet. So these are leads that are contacting us. They're taking time out of their day to pick up the telephone and call us for help or for information. So you would think that that is like shooting fish in a barrel. You would think someone like me could just sit there all day long and make a sale after a sale after a sale after a sale. Chris hit on a very important thing. Yes, you can double your revenue by doubling your leads in theory, but if you still, and I'm going to say this not nicely, but I'm just going to point across, if you suck at converting those leads, you're just going to be spending more and more money getting more and more leads, and that's expensive and it's going to burn you out. So what Chris indicated there, you can double your revenue by getting more leads But don't forget to work on your skills of converting those leads into paying customers and work on your skills of converting those paying customers into repeat customers and referral machines. Correct? Exactly. All right. So there's lots of good things there. Perfect. Okay. So I can't wait to see, uh, hear some examples of how you do this. So you're in marketing. You're clearly having success. Can you share with our listeners a success story, a marketing success story that you either stumbled upon or really worked on? And can you also share the lessons that you learned from that? All right. So marketing success story i had a client he's a speaker so we had a three-month campaign to fill out his workshop and his workshop is two days and that workshop generated i believe well over six figures a hundred and twenty thousand dollars in two days nice just from that three-month campaign so that was a success story and I enjoyed doing it. We did all the sales funnels. That means, you know, the landing pages. We did Facebook campaigns. We did networking events, everything under the sun. So what I learned from that campaign is there is no marketing strategy that is a magic bullet. You know, a lot of people say, hey, Facebook is the new thing. So put all your marketing dollars on Facebook. Yes, you know, people got success on Facebook. But keep in mind that, you know, if Facebook shuts you down or your ad doesn't work, then everything stops, right? Right. So I would rather have 10 different marketing strategies or marketing campaigns and get one out of those rather than have one strategy and get all my 10 people there. I got you. I got you. 
Yes, okay, so that's so usual sayings, don't put all your eggs in one basket, that kind of thing. That's right. Now, but I'm going to kind of challenge you on this one because our listeners are look, maybe listening to that going, wow, well, I'm not a speaker and I don't have the expertise to have 10 campaigns and hire someone to do a three-month campaign for me. So if I'm a entrepreneur, solopreneur, network marketer, and I want to generate more leads, let's just focus on the leads part first of all, what would you say one, two, or three things they should start doing right away? They should think about you know, acquiring leads and using the dating concept, right? right. So when, when you go to a networking event and you meet someone and you know that they're a good fit for your product or services, most of the time you ask them, hey, would you like to buy my stuff? Off the bat. Right. right, And you give them your business cards and then schedule an appointment. So when that happens, that person you're talking to, their walls go up. Mm-hmm. Right. Next thing you know, they're not picking up their phone or you're doing follow-up, but they ran away so far that you can't even catch them. Right. So during this three-month marketing campaign, what we learned is to just give, you know, date that person, give them something of value that they could use. That way they, they trust you a little bit. So from dating concept, it's what we call a lead magnet. What is something that you could give for free that is extremely of value that they could consume in five minutes or less and they would remember you, ah, you know, Chris helped me so much and I would continue that relationship. Okay, beautiful. Right? Yeah, that's good. So piquing their interest and then taking them out on a coffee date. Right, whether it's on the phone or a Skype meeting, just just give value one step at a time, and then once that relationship is built, once trust is built, then that's when you could ask, "Hey, buy my stuff," you know, because when people do that, they're like asking random people if they could marry them. So you've met someone at a bar, you think she's cute or he's cute, you walk up to him and say, "Hey, do you want to get married and have three kids?" Exactly, and they go. Uh, there's a freak here. I got to get out of here. You know? So yeah, like you say, yes. So you would never do that. Absolutely. So yeah, you'd schmooze them a little bit and you know, so that's good. Yeah. So in online marketing or business, yeah, we tend to go for the jugular. We ask for the, you want to get married and have kids? Clearly the person is going to say no. And then we think, well, what's going on here? Facebook doesn't work or lead magnets or not lead magnets or sales funnels don't work. But you're exactly. right. Exactly. You're right. right. Yeah, that's a good analogy. That's great. All right. So can you give us an example of a lead magnet that you've used that's worked very well? So I use my business card because if you look at your business card, pretty much it's all about you, mm-hmm. your company, your name, your phone number, your email address, right? right. Nothing about what your perfect audience needs. So what I did with my business card, I didn't put my email or phone number. It's just my name. And on the back, it says, hey, do you want to boost your your leads or double your income or increase your freedom using automation? And here's a free gift for you. Nice. And what's the free gift? A seven three-point checklist that we go through because a lot of people have different stuff that they do. Like, Like what we talked about, Paul, earlier is... They have Facebook marketing, they build their Facebook page, they have Pinterest, they have Twitter, they're, they're on LinkedIn, they're doing PPC, they're doing a lot of things. But seldom does it work because they haven't built the whole thing till the end. Right, so right. they kind of get, like you said, you used the term half-built half bridges, was that what you said? In yes, half-built bridges came from term from Ryan Dice, he's our mentor. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So we use those business cards as a lead magnet that it's not about me, it's about them. So they have a choice which one they want to boost. Nice. nice. For their business. Okay, right? that's, that's cool. Okay, so here's a couple of questions that I learned. And I'm always on a podcast, a webinar, just all the time. I'm shaving in the morning. I'm listening to a podcast. My roommate's like, what are you listening to? You know, and <laughs> like, I'm, you know, you learn to earn and all that good stuff. So when you're networking, there's one guy, I can't remember his name. I apologize to this dude because I have no idea who he is. But I remember these two questions. When he's networking... At an event, belly to belly, the f- he asked two questions. The first question he asked the person is, how did you get into this career? How did you get into this business? How did you get into this niche? So he asked them how they became an internet marketing expert or a chiropractor or a dentist or a realtor, whatever it is. So he asks them that nice open question and the person starts explaining it to him. And then the next question is, cool, thanks for sharing that. 
what do you need right now to further your business? Is it, What can I do to help or what do you need? I might not be able to provide it, but I might know somebody who does. And you can see the person go, wow, the dude hasn't told me what he does yet. He hasn't hit me for, you know, you want to get married and have three kids. He's shown interest in me by asking me how I got into this career. And now he's asking me, how can he help me or what do I need? The end of the night, they're going to remember that one person out of all the people they bump into. They're going to remember that one person. Now, what you're doing, Chris, you're doing exactly that. You're saying, do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want the other? Correct? That is correct. So the end of the day, when they get up that following morning and they look at the 15 business cards they've got in front of them, they're going to see yours and go, that's the only one that's saying, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? If you do, here's something for free. So great job. That's really good. Cool. Everyone who's listening, look at your niche, your market, your products, your services, and come up with a way of providing some value up front for free. So taking the data out for coffee or going for a hike or whatever it is, before you ask them to marry you and have three kids. All right, good stuff. Go on. I I just want to add something, Paul, because this is what I always see at networking events, and your listeners might probably gain value out of it. You know, in reality, even if you have the best product in the world, even if you have the best service in the world, bottom line, no one cares until you show that you care for them. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So... Talk less, listen more. Pretty much that's the gist. Yes, it is. <laughs> Create an impression. Absolutely. It is. Okay, good stuff. All right, so let's look at marketing as continuing the marketing. Obviously, you've worked with a lot of different ways of marketing. Can you share with our listeners a marketing campaign, idea, or strategy that you thought was going to just absolutely crush it? And you went for it and you fell flat on your face and you learned a big lesson and you want to pass that lesson on to our listeners? Sure. So marketing wise, I could probably say we tried everything, you know, from Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. My most favorite one is, I believe, the strategy of offline, online, then offline again. Okay. Go on. So I meet them offline, create a relationship there, bring them online. That way I could do automated follow-ups for them and shower them with gifts. Then I bring them offline again to close the sale. Okay, so offline, online, offline. So let's say I meet someone at an event, right? Mm -hmm. And I know I could help that person so much. So now I go, I get their business cards. Oh, here's my favorite part. During events or networking meetings, I take pictures with everybody that I get business cards. Mm -hmm. That way, when I go home, I'm going to email them with my picture and a little message. Nice. That goes straight to our autoresponder. So on that message, it says, hey, would you like to connect and be my friend? Or would you like me not to talk to you ever again? Sort of <laughs> thing. <laughs> do, you, do you say it like that? Because that's funny. That's good. Yes, we say it like that. So of course, that person says, okay, I want to be your friend, right? When they click on that link, they go directly to my database. Nice. So now I have permission because it's very tricky to follow up with people that gives you business cards because number one, they probably forgot you after 10 seconds that they mm-hmm. met you mm-hmm. or they remember you. So if they remember me, especially with the picture that I took with them during the event, now I have permission that I could put them on a database. All right. So I remember when I first met you at the event I was at, you did the big selfie picture of the entire group. Uh-huh. It was a really cool picture. And then that was on Facebook right away. So Right away. And, and, I'm, and I'm remembering that because that was cool. Your smiling face and we were all having fun. I'm like, where am I on that picture? Oh my God, I look grumpy at the back there, but whatever. But yeah, <laughs> that was good. So, okay. So if we stop this podcast interview right now and just focused on that one idea that you just gave us, that's good enough because that's brilliant. So let's so just recap again. You and I meet at a networking event, belly to belly. I've given you my business card. You've given me yours and we've explained the business card. Talk me through again exactly what happens next. What happens next? So bring them online. I add them on Facebook. I add them on LinkedIn or I put them on my database. If I know that they're going to be my strategic partners, then I tell them off the bat, hey, we could work together. I serve your people, you serve my people. Let's join forces and make the world a better place, right? Okay, so but the thing I love is before you do that, you get the camera out, your phone out, 
hey, let's just get a picture together, click. No one's going to say no to a photograph. So your smiling face next to theirs, selfie kind of thing, boom. They have no idea the genius behind that. And then the day after or that night, you email them that photograph and say, we met last night. Do you want to be a friend or, or not? Kind of thing, correct? Yes. And then they click on the link. Yes, I want to be your friend. What does that link actually say? Uh, the link says, if you want to be my friend, I'm going to send you additional resources that I know I could help your business. If you want to opt in, click this link. Okay. If not, click the other. If they click the other, they're automatically taken out of the system. Okay. And if they click the link, boom, they're in your autoresponder. Yes. And now I have three days to give them the gifts, shower them with resources. Nice. Now that's brilliant. Everyone who's listening now, you should be salivating. You should be pulling over the car. You should be stopping the walk with the dog. You should be stopping whatever you're doing in the gym and rushing to your office or your home office saying, I'm going to implement that right now, today, because that's freaking genius. So thank you. Going back to the dating scene, right? So if you met a person and that person said, yes, let's go have a cup of coffee. During that date, your first date, you're going to put your best foot forward, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to be your best self. So it's, it's kind of mirroring that dating scene online. So that is when you give them all the gifts that they want. If they need more leads or they want to grow sales or if they want to learn more about autoresponders, then that's what you give them. Give them and, what they want. And also, <laughs> you also give it to them by saying up front, so let's say you're going to send them an email that says, hey, you know, you mentioned you didn't know really how autoresponders work. So here's a free little training or something. Start the email with, hi, Paul, I was just thinking about you. That's your first line. Boom. Remember when you said you were interested in or confused by or were stressing over? Well, here's something that's going to help. Click here. Enjoy. Give me a call sometime. Something like that. Some, Some, yes. Something as simple as that. But start the email with, I was just thinking about you. That's so powerful. All right. Good stuff. I love that, Chris. That's really good. Okay. So now I'm going to put you on the spot. Obviously, you know right. a lot about marketing. What's the biggest marketing challenge that you're having right now when you're when you're letting bed at night you're thinking about it or you when you wake up in the morning it's weighing heavily on your shoulders what's the biggest marketing challenge you're facing uh mostly because it's going into different niches right because our clients have they're sometimes holistic or more on the health side other clients are more on the retail side and they have different industries so the challenge is how can I use our system, what works for us, and implement it on their industry? So the challenge there is constant research. So my job in the company is to go into that industry and really study it. Study what works, the pricing point, what their market needs, and then implement that. So it is tough. It's more on research. I go out there, I look for events, and I, I emerge in that experience. Then I take that data and then use it for the campaign. Okay, so are you looking to be an expert in, say, online marketing and then be able to apply that to different niches? Yes. Okay, have you considered doing the opposite and saying, we're going to go one inch wide and a mile deep and we're just going to absolutely crush one specific niche? That is... Yes, we have that. Um, the only thing that, though, is I enjoy the challenge. So our specialty as a company is speakers, authors, and service providers. But when I see like an industry that I haven't, you know, learned any anything from or experienced yet, then that's when I go, oh, that's a cool challenge. Let me take that on. Okay, but does the rest of your company continue doing what they're good at? Of course, yes. Okay. All right, cool. So that's kind of entertaining for you and you might find another whole new niche or a whole another vein of gold somewhere that you can tap into. Yes. Okay. Oh, let me add, I guess for your viewers, our main challenge as a company too is growing too fast. Okay. So once they unlock the key to massive, massive traffic, because they need to realize that traffic is not the issue. There is unlimited leads out there as long as they know how to talk to them, right? Mm -hmm. So once that happens, the problem is there's too many customers out there. Right. How do we actually grow as a company to serve all of them? Okay. Did I answer that correctly? Or? Yeah, yes, yeah. So, so what happens is, is that 
somebody may stumble across or invest and master, like what you're saying, lots of leads coming in, but it goes back to what we said earlier on. If you suck at converting those, you're just going to end up pulling your hair out. You're just going to get frustrated. So that's why if you go to my website, my regular homepage, paulgwalmsley.com, I even say that right at the top and I say, it's all well and good generating leads, but if you don't know how to talk to them, what's the point? And that's where my niche is with the book that I wrote about helping people on the telephone talking to leads. And I see examples of that all the time where people have got the leads and then they blow it when they pick the phone up or they blow it when they reach out to them via email or Facebook or something. So there's a lot of moving parts. And what I don't want our listeners to do right now is go, oh my God, there's too much here. I want them first of all to implement Chrissy's idea with the selfie photograph and the follow-up. And then we're going to continue in this episode now. We're going to come up with some really good points for them. So, all right. So what are you doing marketing-wise now that's really exciting you, that's really working well? Really working well. We are expanding in Seattle, Oregon, and Texas. So we're doing meetups at this moment. You're attending them or you're putting them on? We're putting them on. We're currently handling about 23 groups right now. Tell us more about that. It's a good way for us, actually for me personally, to really hone in my speaking skills. Mm -hmm. And it's probably one of the best marketing tactics that we had as a company because now we're focusing on marketing one-to-many instead of one-to-one. Okay, so what's the name of the meetups? We have the Digital Marketer Startup Community. That's the name of the meetup at each of these communities, these 23? Yes, so we have a whole list. We have strategic entrepreneur masterminds. We have startup community, entrepreneur startup community. We have Be Inspired LA. So we have different things. So the reason why we did that is we wanted to to niche down per group because some people are not you know, tech savvy and they don't associate themselves with digital marketing. Right. So most likely they're going to join the startup community, right? If they're nice. a startup. Nice. Yeah. And then we have coaches uh, meetup. We have speakers meetup. So we're, you know, we're, we're tackling on niches per group. In the episodes, we mentioned meetups quite a lot. So just for our <laughs> listeners there, it sounds like, oh my God, I could never do that. Can you explain how easy it is to set up your own meetup group? Oh, it's like opening an account with Facebook. <laughs> yep. All right, walk us through it quickly. First, figure out your location. Who is your target market and where are they located? Okay. Because if you're opening a, up a meetup group, let, let's say you live in the mountains, right? You're mm-hmm. not going to open a meetup there. You're going to open a meetup where your target audience are hanging out. Right. In cities. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing. Pick a location. Then you need to f- start a date of your meetup because this is what I learned from our mentor, another mentor, his name is Mel, is when you open up your group, you only have one chance, one chance right. for a meetup to blast it off to its community and give you members, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you mess it up, you need to open another one. So when people open up their meetup account, they need to schedule an event right off the bat. Okay. Because if members ask to join your meetup group and you don't have an event you're pretty much wasting that campaign that meetup sent out to their whole community right right so first pick a location second schedule your event whether it's networking or a restaurant just schedule it put a date there and your descriptions should be really compelling Mm -hmm. so focus on the sizzle not the sausage exactly Exactly. Right? Uh-huh. Benefit driven, put in their pain points, their urgent problem, put in an urgent solution, and then put in your bio. Okay. And then launch it and meet up themselves. Meetup.com helps you with all of this. They'll do some marketing for you. I think they charge like 16 bucks or something a month, something like that for any, for doing all that, which is nothing. And then the key to it as well, Chris, is, is either fail your failures fast. If that meetup's not working, start another one, like you said. Exactly. And, and also be consistent, correct? Correct. All right, perfect. So anyone listening to that, don't, you know, if you haven't done any meetups, you know, first of all, start attending them. Make sure somehow you're attending at least one a week, even if it's a breakfast, a lunch, after work, or a hike, or whatever it is, but start going to meetups. And then do some research at the meetup. Say to people, hey, you know, what are the meetups are you in? What what kind of meetup would you like to attend? What's the biggest challenge you have? 
And then you'll start going, okay, well, the kind of people I'm meeting here might benefit from this kind of meetup. So what the heck? I'm going to go and start one. Exactly. And, and, it, and you've got 23 going across the country. That's crazy. Good job. That's, that's amazing. And I'm sure as that's going to grow. It's going to be tremendous for your business. And here, here's the easy part. If you find a meetup that works, that you like, and you see that the members are active, model the organizer and their company. See what they're doing. Be a part of it. Because that is the easiest way. Instead of, you know, learning what to do and, you know, like trial and error, just model what they're doing. Because okay. you'll probably have the same results. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Right. right. So, yeah. So go to meetup.com, do the research. There's there's webinars they have and seminars and tutorials and stuff. And, you know, that could be, as Chris said at the beginning, one of the 10 things you could be doing. Just do that. You know, again, go to them, learn from them, and then start your own. Why not? And start three if it needs to be until you find the one that's going to work. Exactly. Okay, okay cool. So what I'm just going to do right now, Chris, if you don't mind, I'm just going to pay a couple of bills, if that's okay. Sure. All right. So... Obviously, listening to the podcast, you're tech savvy, you're comfortable on the computer, I'm sure you buy stuff online, I'm sure you book your travel online, your car rentals, your hotels. Like me, you'll enjoy deals from Groupon and Living Social. So if you do all those things or any of those things, you need to go to this website. The website is www.myownmoneyback.com. Just go to that website. In the middle of the homepage is a green button that says sign up for free. Hit the green button, put your email address in, make up a password, and then continue on to Bed Bath & Beyond, Expedia, Travelocity, Hertz, wherever you were going to go for the car rental or Groupon or buying the toothpaste from Target, whatever you were going to do, go through the website, go buy your stuff from the same website, from Target.com, buy what you were going to buy, same price, same product, same website, and then what you will find because you went through this website first is that Target, in this example, is going to give you some of your own money back. They're going to give you a cashback reward for shopping with them. Sounds too good to be true. Sounds tech. It's not. Just go ahead, sign up for free, no need for a credit card, no need for a membership. Just go do it a couple of times for free. You'll see how it works. You'll start seeing some of your own money back coming back to you, and you'll never shop online in any other way. You'd be nuts to because you're just throwing your money away. So www.myownmoneyback.com. All right. Okay, Chris, so thanks for your, your patience there. We're gonna oh, we're gonna go into the six pack round now. So six quick questions. Let's see what you've got. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. What's the best marketing book you've read? Marketing book, hands down, Permission Marketing by Seth Godin. Permission Marketing by Seth Godin. Wonderful. Okay. Good. We'll put notes to that in the show notes. So if you go to howtomarketyouandyourbusiness.com. All the links, all the recommendations from Chris are going to be there waiting for you. Okay, so what's so good about that book? Oh, it's permission-based. You know, it's zero resistance because they already gave you permission to actually market to them. Can you give us an example of how that works? Same thing with the business card, right? Mm -hmm. So you got their business cards and you ask them, hey, would you like this? So giving value first, then asking something in return. Wonderful. All right, that's similar theory or not theory because it's very practical to Gary Vaynerchuk's book? Yes. Jab, 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 right hook? Oh, yes. So he's saying jab, jab. So if you go in the boxing ring, you don't just swing right hooks because you'll swing one, you'll miss. As you swing the second one, the person's ready for it. They'll duck and knock you on the nose and you'll be knocked out flat. So he says you watch a boxer, they're jabbing, jab, jab, jab. They're wearing them down. They're wearing them down. And then they swing and hit with a right hook. So very similar, lead with value, lead with free resources, lead with help, like Chris said, two or three times, and then swing the right hook, then ask for the order, correct? Correct. All right, perfect. What's the best marketing tool that you're using right now? Infusionsoft, hands down, could not live without it. <laughs> All right, what's, what's so good about it? It automates my billing, it automates my follow-ups. It automates my delivery of my lead magnet, whether it's a PDF document that I'm sending to my, my people or an MP3. Okay. It automates my sales. So it, I love it. 
Just the machine that makes it all happen, yes? <laughs> yes. All right, so yeah, we're going to put a link to Infusionsoft, so check it out. I'm sure they have some kind of free trial or some kind of demo or, or example. So yeah, check Infusionsoft out. It's pretty much the Ferrari of our business, isn't it? Yes, it is. All right, it, cool. It's worth it. All right, wonderful. All right, so the best marketing advice you've ever had you go to events all the time you're around major legends in the business you mentioned one of them earlier ryan dice so what's the best marketing advice you've ever had get a mentor if you don't know what you're doing ask someone and it cuts the learning curve so if i don't if you don't mind me asking who's your mentor right now i have a few so for speaking we have dave van hoos we have mel cutler Mm-hmm. For digital marketing, there's Ryan Dice, there's Frank Kern. For personal development, there's you know a bunch of other coaches that I hired. For spiritual, we have my pastor. You know, so every area of your life, you need a mentor, a mentor and a coach. Wonderful. So you're literally yes. hiring these people, going on their events, investing in these these coaches, correct? That's correct because they know more than I do. And that's going to make me a better person for my clients that, so I could serve more, right? Okay. All right. Perfect. Yeah. So you're investing in yourself and it makes a big difference when you get the credit card out, correct? <laughs> that is true. That is true. What does it do to you mentally when you do that? It's actually therapy, right? If there's an exchange of money, that means I need to work my butt off to get that return on investment back. Wonderful. Okay. So if you just got it for free, you'd be like, yeah, whatever. But if you yes. run that credit card, and as you run that credit card, you've got a little bit of a sweaty palm or a little bit of a palpitation in the heart because you're going, oh boy. That is a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of money and that motivates the pants off you, correct? Of course. All right, good. So people listening, you might that might intimidate you a little bit. You don't have to go out and spend $10,000, $25,000 on hiring a high-level mastermind right now. You may get someone for free. You might just get an accountability partner or a workout buddy. That's fine. Just do something to start being accountable to somebody else. But also, you may decide, hey, let's go on a weekend seminar, hotel, flight, 1000 bucks, And that's going to get you out of your comfort zone. And if you then commit to following up from that on the Monday morning when you get home because you've just blown $1,000, it's going to make a big difference. Would you agree? I would agree. And you know what, Paul? When I was starting, I didn't have enough resources to pay pay mentors so you know what i did i begged them to teach me and i gave my time i volunteered my time just to learn from them wonderful wonderful i did the same when i was learning to become a professional soccer coach i paid very minimal amount of money to do a training course and the guy who did it played 750 games as a professional soccer player so chances are he knew what he was talking about so I said to him, I said, Roy, I want to, if you don't mind, can I volunteer at every single course you do from now on? And he looked at me like, okay, fair enough. So whenever he was doing the other courses, I volunteered to be there. And on Friday nights, he used to do a training session, three different classes on a Friday night. And I'd finish work and get in the car and drive about an hour, end of a busy work week. And I would help him and I would just suck out all this knowledge. You know, the guy's played 750 times as, wow. a, as a pro. I learned so much. And then he turned around and there were the local professional club that he played for for at least 15 years. He then recommended me to that pro club to become one of the coaches. So I'd learned from him and he'd seen how keen I was and he rewarded that by, boom, you need to go, you know, I've recommended you at this club here. So not only if, if you don't have the resources like Chris was saying, volunteer, offer to help in any way you can, be consistent. Not only will you learn a lot of stuff, but opportunities will come alongside that as well, correct? Correct. And, you know, it doesn't matter what your resources are at the moment. What matters most is how resourceful you are. Nice. So it's not the resources, it's how resourceful you are. Can, yes. you, can you give an example of what you did when you were in that position? Oh, same, you know, like when I was starting, I didn't have money. I started my business in the bathroom. My bathroom is bigger than my room, right? So I had my <laughs> computer set up there, you know, and I was working for a, a film company and they needed a website. This is how I started back in college. So they needed a website. I didn't know anything about websites or coding or whatsoever, but I did raise my hand and I told them, I will deliver you a website in two days. So that was a Saturday and a Sunday. Wow. And then they said, okay, 
good, do a website. If not, you're fired, right? Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> that was scary. So I went home, went on YouTube, studied websites. By Monday, I gave them a draft and a website, a functioning website after that week. Nice. And you lock yourself in the bathroom to do that for two days to do that. Exactly. Yeah? <laughs> I love it. So everybody who's listening and coming up with, oh, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I can't do this. I can't do that. Perfect story there. A perfect example. So I'm going to poke you in the ribs a little bit and kick you in the butt a little bit. When you finish listening to this podcast today, get out of your comfort zone. Go do something that's going to further your business, whether it is volunteer to help, whether it is spend some time on YouTube, adding some more skills. No excuses. Get something done and move your business forward. So uh, thanks for sharing that good story with us there. That's great. Okay, so you again, you've been to lots of events. If you could recommend one marketing event to our listeners, what would it be? Digital Marketer Mastermind, Austin, Texas. That was the best. But if you're starting, go to Traffic and Conversion Summit. Okay, what's all that about? Where's that? That is in San Diego, and what's California. So, what's so good about it? It's mind-blowing marketing, digital stuff, if you want to learn more about marketing. But that is for a little bit more advanced people. You know, like if they already have a a website running, if they have autoresponders, Traffic and Conversion Summit will suit them. For beginners, though, Mind Money Marketing is the beginner's version of Traffic and Conversion Summit. And what's the name of that again? So Mind Money Marketing. Mind Money Marketing. Okay, tell us about that. So Mind Money Marketing is, it tackles on the basic how to build a digital funnel online basic terms no tech involved this is suited for people who are let's just say seniors okay if we if we model seniors they didn't grow up with computers or anything like that but it breaks down how to actually build a digital empire online and how to make it work so using the back end stuff if you don't know anything about it you should go to mind money marketing event because it, it's introductory stuff and by the end of the event you'll have your own little sales funnel that will keep you going. So you mentioned a few times the word digital or the digital marketing. That can kind of scare people off. What does that mean? That means a collection of marketing efforts online. So if you have a website, if you have a landing page, if you have a database, then how to actually use it to grow your business. Like, what do you call that? Mesh it together. Because a lot of times people have Facebook here and they're LinkedIn, but they're not using it congruently. You know what I mean? Like a system. Okay. It's not functioning properly. It's, okay. it's scattered. So how, how do we merge everything into one big sales pipeline? Okay. So people listening now, hopefully relating to this because most of you, if not all of you, will have a website. All of you will be on Facebook. Some of you may have a bit of a Twitter account going or a Pinterest or a LinkedIn or a Instagram. Some of you may be having done a blog at some point, maybe a few videos on YouTube. And what Chris is saying here is that that's not going to work if there's all these half-built bridges all over the place. So what Chris can do and what she's talking about is saying, let's just put something basic together. Let's make sure your web page works, that it attracts customers, that you can have a follow-up system in place and convert those customers into clients. You may not want to do it through a web page. You might decide that you'd rather do it via YouTube or you like to use Pinterest or you can't do all of them. It's impossible. It is. So if you work with someone like Chris or work with Chris, I'm sure she's going to look at everything that you can do and say, okay, right now, let's just focus on capturing leads and converting leads from, as an example, Pinterest. Let's master that. That's suitable for your niche. You're comfortable using Pinterest. You like posting pictures up there. It's relatively easy, so let's do that. Someone else might say, I really like to write. I want to do a blog or I have a blog. Great. Let's just turn that into a digital marketing money machine. Am I going along the right lines with this, Chris? Is this what you That is correct. That is correct, yes. Okay, so don't try out. If you're listening, don't try and do all of these things. You know, the classic, what is it, jack of all trades, master of none. Yep, we're always chasing the next shiny object. So reach out to Chris and share with her your frustrations and let's see if she can help you because I'm I'm sure she can. I'm sure she'll double your revenue. Funnily enough, let's go right back to the first part of this interview. So, all right. So what's the best part about what you do, Chris? Best part about what I do is architecting my clients' campaign because this is where we both build their dream business. 
right? So from idea to actual blueprint and from blueprint to execution is amazing. I, I love it so much that, you know, most of the times, you know, trials happen, mistakes happen. My clients gets really frustrated, but we push through and then we see the results at the end and everything works out just fine. Nice, nice. So <laughs> it's beautiful. Of, so all of you listening, I guarantee in your marketing efforts, there will be setbacks, there will be frustrations, there will be money spent that didn't pay itself back. There'll be all these roadblocks, but like Chris just said, you've got to push through. You've got to continue, and at the end, you will get the results. But most people, you know, they dabble at something, and they give up too early, and then they say, that doesn't work. So as Chris said, you need a mentor, you need a coach, you need a a steady hand, and we're going to have Chris share her contact information in a moment, and definitely reach out to her and see if she can help you. All right, so... This will be a good one for you. What would you say is the craziest business idea you've ever had? Craziest business idea I've ever had was training my competitors. All right, go on, share that. (laughs) So I had this crazy idea about three years ago. We were in the web development and and marketing business, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, we need more people. So why don't I take in my competitors who are in the same area, gather them together and train them to be the best digital marketer in the world or best graphic designer. That way I could set their standards higher so I could hire them. Okay. And interesting. Yeah. All right. So that was an idea and it came into fruition when we started doing little groups and meeting up with graphic designers, web developers in our area. And I told them that, Hey, I know we're in the same business. But would you like more clients? <laughs> right, right, cool. Yeah, and of course they said, yeah. So those people became our partners and now they help us fulfill what the projects that we take in. So instead of looking at, you know, or you're surrounding people as competitors, look at it as, you know, hey, once you turn on the marketing key, once business floods in, you will need a lot more people. Nice. So what you've done there is you've said, okay, I want to reach out to the community. I want to bring those people on board, work with them, help them get better. And then I'm going to go out there and generate business. And they're going to work, not for us, they're going to work with us. And we're all going to get bigger and better and work together. And it's going to make your business do well as well. Yes. Brilliant. I love it. I love it. So we all tend to have that, what's the word? Not abundance, the opposite of abundance. Uh, scarcity. There we go. Scarcity mentality. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm the, I want to be the best chiropractor in town or the best dentist. So, you know, I'm, I'm competing against these others. So I'm just going to do my own thing. No, get out there and say to the other dentists or realtors, hey, let's get together once a week and get better. And let's see if we can help each other out. And let's, let's build a community here. That's, uh, that's brilliant. I love it. I love it. When you teach, you learn, correct? That is correct. <laughs> Education is what people do for you, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, good. So anyone listening, all of our listeners now, we've shared a lot of great things here with Chris. And when it comes to the term digital marketing and all this crazy marketing stuff and social media and funnels and retargeting and pixels and all this nuts, crazy stuff, it's very, very overrowing. And as Chris said, you need a coach, you need a mentor, you need someone looking out for you, holding you accountable. And Chris clearly knows what she's doing. She's got an amazing firm, amazing talent around her. So can you share with us, Chris, how people can get some resources from you, some value from you, reach out to you, have you put your arm around them, help them. So share your information with us. Sure. Uh, We have our website, webgeekstudios.com. But I wanted to give something special for your people and I want them directly to go to my calendar and have a conversation. So my my calendar is schedule.webgeekstudios.com. All right, say that that again very slowly. It's schedule dot webgeekstudios.com and it's going to go to my my calendar so what's going to happen is we're going to get on the phone 30 minutes i'm actually going to take you through a 73 point checklist wow so what that means is i know that you have a lot of things going on you build a lot of half-built bridges is what we call it yeah you're on facebook you're on linkedin you have things going on right Mm -hmm. and the sad part about it is you put a lot of effort in it 
And a lot of people, you know, put so much time, but it's not generating them results. Right. So we'll look at the half-built bridge that you created and we'll find one, you know, one that will actually work for you. Because strategy of its essence is finding the things that you don't need to do, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Probably you don't need Facebook marketing right now. Or most likely you don't need a website, right? Maybe you just need being really good at converting those business cards into actual appointments. Now, just and let, that's me, what we focus let me just stop you right there. So that got my attention. You've just had someone who's an online web geek. I'm saying that nicely. That's your name. Just say, actually, you probably don't need a website right now. Now, I want you, as you're driving the car, to go, whoa, whoa, hold on a minute. What was that? And I've just had a digital marketer say, you may not even need a website right now. When everybody out there says you must have a website, and most websites suck when it comes to marketing, so if that didn't get your attention, your your wood is wet. That's all I can say. That if you, if hearing Chris say that did not get your attention, just check you have a pulse because she's all, also offered to give you a free thirty minute consultation, go through all the half built bridges you put together, and help you select one. And then make that work for you. So that is mind-blowing. Thank you so much for offering that. So give them again, very slowly, how they get access to you to do that. So go to schedule.webgeekstudios.com. W-E-B-G-E-E-K studios.com, correct? Correct. Okay, Chris, you're going to be very busy, I think. (laughs) All right, so definitely reach out to Chris. I really want to thank you. You shared some nuggets with us, but most importantly, you've made us think. You've given us that amazing selfie photograph networking follow-up system right at the beginning of this interview, and you've blown my mind right at the end by throwing it out there. You probably don't even need a website. That's fantastic. So reach out to Chris. I want to thank you so much, Chris, for today's interview. It's been great. Anything else you want to share before you go? Uh, I just wanted to thank you, Paul, and I appreciate the opportunity, and I hope I gave value to your subscribers. You absolutely did. There's no question. Two absolute golden nuggets worth every every penny that I paid you. (laughs) (laughs) So for everybody listening, if the points were coming at you quick and you, you need to kind of review, go to www.howtomarketyou.com and your business.com you'll be able to listen to this podcast again you'll be able to download it and also in the show notes the links the references the little nuggets will all be there for you to click on and 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 follow up as well but again thanks chris great job looking forward to seeing you at our next networking event all righty cheers Okay, so there you have it. You now have work to do. Drop everything and implement at least one of the strategies you've heard. No, really. If you don't take action right away, it won't happen. Visit Paul's website at www.paulgwamsley.com for more free training and resources. And email him at paul at paulgwamsley.com with any questions or challenges.